Mendocino County Remembered. Oral histories collected and published under the auspices of the Mendocino Historical Society for the American Bicentennial in 1976. Read by Linda Pack. Today, from the Navarro Flat, the recollections of Elsie Farnsworth, born 1890. We didn't have entertainment like children have today. We made our own. We had boats. We were on the Navarro River all the time. I learned to row a boat when I was so small. My sister and I had a boat. There was just 22 months difference between us. My father gave us a boat, but we were so small we couldn't handle both oars. One would have one oar and one would have the other. And how we would fight! Oh, you're pulling too hard. Oh, you're not pulling enough. Pull the other way. You're going in that snag. <laughs> and we used to go fishing. We'd take the neighbor kids. None of us could swim. Not a bit. It's a wonder we weren't drowned. We'd pile into that boat and go miles up the river and fish all day. We never had an accident, never fell out of the boat, never fell in the water or anything. In those days, you could take all the fish you wanted. Or you could go and kill a deer or anything when you wanted it. There was no law against anything like that then. It was just free to get. Sometimes when the salmon was running, they would go out and haul the seine. Now that was a long net with kind of a bag in the middle of it. One man would stand on the bank and hold the rope on one end, and the boat would go out and where they knew the salmon would be accumulating and come in down below. They'd take that rope and pull together until they pulled the net up onto the bank. You'd be surprised the things that were in it. We'd, we'd always holler. There was a couple of people living there, girls I went to school with. We'd call over to them, Granddad's going to haul the seine. And everybody would come running to see what would be in there. You never knew what would be drug up out of the bottom of the river. They'd pick out just the good fish that they wanted and turn all the rest back. When I was just a small kid, but I sure worked when it was salmon time. We took them up, and Grandfather had great vats, maybe five feet square, that they put them in and washed them. They had a big block cut from a tree and put on legs for sort of a chopping block. He'd put them out on that, see, and then split them open and clean them. And they were split down the back, and, and then they had to be salted for so many days in those big vats with that heavy rock salt. The salt made them firm. Then they would take them out, and we'd have to scrub them with scrubbing brushes and clean off all that salt and wash it all off and pull the membrane away so they were just as clean as could be. Then we put what they called skewers, little wooden pins, in three places so that kept them open. So from there, they went into the smokehouse, a two-story building, with a very big round place in the bottom where they put the wood. Grandfather went up the river and got green pepperwood logs and put them in there and made a very slow fire with lots of smoke. They'd get the fire started. He watched to keep them smoking. Upstairs, there were two-by-four timbers stretched across about a foot apart. They had to watch them and watch them so they didn't get too hot. When they were ready to eat, they just stopped. They kept just a little smudge. That kept the flies and everything away. My grandfather made really good salmon. He was a grand old man, my grandfather was. The people come along and hear about it, and they'd come, and they'd ask grandfather. But he wouldn't sell any. 
He'd just give it to them, treat everybody to some salmon. We had it all through the winter. Now some of it we left unsmoked. When we went to use that, it had to be soaked in clear water overnight before you boiled it. My mother used to boil it, and then she'd fry up bacon over the top of that salmon. Oh, it was so good, with our own potatoes that we raised in the garden, nice fresh potatoes, and that salmon. I can almost really taste it. I never had anything like it since. You've been listening to the recollections of Elsie Farnsworth. To learn more about Mendocino's rich past, visit any of our county's many excellent museums and historical societies. Go to CaliforniaHistoricalSociety.org for a complete listing. Mendocino County Remembered is produced by Mary Eigner and Linda Pack for KZYX and Z.